Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. This pledge that the world will help Poland investigate a missile strike there, which reportedly killed at least two. The silver line to Dulles, it's been decades in the making. What a great day this is. I'm Nick Einelli. It was City of Gaines on Wall Street. The Dow was up 56 points. Good morning. Welcome in. 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. President Biden pledges the world will assist Poland in its investigation into a missile that landed in the country and killed two people. CBS's Stephen Portnoy reports from Bali, Indonesia. The deadly explosion in Poland caused an early wake-up call for the president here in Indonesia. Mr. Biden convened an emergency meeting of G7 leaders at this G20 summit, and he told reporters an investigation needs to determine exactly what happened. And then we're going to collectively determine our next step as we investigate and proceed. The president, who has repeatedly pledged to defend every inch of NATO territory, said preliminary data on the missile's trajectory suggests it was unlikely fired from Russia. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Bali. Former President Trump makes it official he is running to return to the White House in 2024. Political analyst Larry Sabato. This is a very different run. It's not starting out well. You never know how it will end, and he surprised us in 2016, but it would be an even bigger surprise this time. Trump made the announcement at his Florida resort. Florida Senator Rick Scott is mounting a long-shot bid to unseat Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell. This is the opening of the latest front in an intra-party battle between allies of Senator McConnell and those of former President Trump. Both sides are at odds over the direction of the GOP following a disappointing showing in last week's midterm elections, where Republicans failed to take the majority in the Senate. A federal judge has ordered the Biden administration to lift Trump-era asylum restrictions that have been in place since the start of the pandemic. This is a CDC-authorized policy that is designed, at least from the government's perspective, to stop the spread of COVID-19 inside Border Patrol holding facilities. If this ruling is not suspended, it could very well pose significant operational challenges for the Biden administration, which has really relied on this policy to manage an unprecedented wave of migration along the U.S.-Mexico border. CBS's Camila Montoya Galvez. The judge said the regulation violates federal rulemaking procedures. Migrants have been expelled from the U.S. more than 2.4 million times since the regulation took effect in March of 2020. Artemis 1 is heading toward the moon after a launch just moments ago. Five, four stage engines start. Three, two, one. Boosters in ignition. And liftoff of Artemis 1. We rise together back to the moon and beyond. This was NASA's third try to launch the rocket. Fuel leaks have plagued plagued the first two attempts. This is CBS News. Dominion Jewelers creates custom jewelry that pleases for every occasion. Because I wanted to get her something unique and original for the holidays this year. Because the birth of our first child only happens once in a lifetime. Because celebrating 20 years is something special. Just because I love her. Hurry, there's still time before the holidays to create your one-of-a-kind gift. Handcrafted, custom-made jewelry. Dominion Jewelers in the heart of Falls Church. By appointment only. WTOP at 203. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week, November 16th, 2022. Any lingering rain ends by daybreak, otherwise cloudy. You might see some patchy fog as you rise this morning. Low in the 30s. We're at 39 right now. 
Good morning to you. And Dean Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. We begin the ride this morning with new information here at TOP on the shooting at UVA, the University of Virginia, recently. School leaders have now confirmed the suspected shooter, Christopher Darnell Jones, was in fact part of that field trip and riding on the very same bus with the students he's accused of shooting. The accused killer facing new charges this morning, expected to appear in court later this morning. WTOP's Luke Lukert starts our team coverage. Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. will face numerous charges, including three second-degree murder charges for the killing of Devin Chandler, Deshaun Perry, and Lavelle Davis Jr. We're also learning that he will face two additional charges for wounding others during the shooting. Sources tell WTOP that he will be charged with malicious wounding of Marlene Morgan and Michael Hollins. Hollins is a running back for the Cavaliers. Jones is expected to appear in court tomorrow morning via video link from the Albemarle Charlottesville Regional Jail. In Charlottesville, Luke Lukert, WTOP News. Be sure and check back with WTOP throughout the day. Our Luke Lukert, who you've just heard from there, will be at this Wednesday's hearings today in Charlottesville, bringing us live updates. Now, the shootings in Charlottesville, as you might imagine, have ignited a flashback for a former Virginia governor. I'm sure that there's going to be some important lessons to learn about campus security. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine, who was governor when a deadly mass shooting took place at Virginia Tech in 2007. He also says it's important to look into how you treat early warning signs and what you do about them. The university says the suspect, Christopher Jones, had been the subject of a threat assessment after telling another student he owned a gun as officials were investigating what they've called a potential hazing issue. He had separately been convicted of a concealed weapons violation. Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. WTOP News time now 205. Other news, let's turn to transportation locally this morning. Metro's Silver Line trains are now making their way to Dulles Airport and other Loudoun County spots locally. The $3 billion Silver Line extension is open as of early this week. WTOP's Nick Ionelli watched as Metro this week cut the ribbon at Dulles. What a great day this is. U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg saying the Metro extension has been decades in the making. What a pleasure it is to celebrate with you. Federal, state, and local leaders were here celebrating, including D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. What this represents for all of us is D.C. residents being able to connect to jobs in our entire region. And Virginia U.S. Senator Tim Kaine. I mean, it's just going to be a lot of traffic both directions that will really improve quality of life and reduce congestion here in Northern Virginia. At Dulles International Airport, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. I'm WTOP's Mike Marillo. Hey, I'm just going to say hands down as the new GM, this has been my favorite day. It was a celebration along the rails. Metro GM Randy Clark greeting riders at Ashburn Station. I first rode Metro in 1977 when they opened the Blue Line. And now Deb can say she was among the first on the second phase of the Silver Line. Robert from Roslyn is riding with his wife and grandson Raleigh. My grandson's favorite thing to do is to ride on the Metro. Raleigh knows the stops. Dallas Airport. And that's one of the big ones for travelers. At Wheelie Rest and East Station, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 207, an update on traffic and weather a minute away. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. 
I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association and this station. Thank the Lord for the night WTOP, Dean Lane. and Dominion Camera Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday, November 19th. Join Nikon representative Derek Skaggs in Ashburn as he walks you through the features of the new mirrorless Nikon Z9. Then it's your chance to get your hands on a Z9 for a test drive to see what makes the Z9 the most powerful Nikon ever. Nikon Z62 and Z72 are on Black Friday sale. Get the best Nikon prices on our Customer Appreciation Day. Learn more at acephoto.net. Nikon Inc. Limited warranty included. It's Wednesday morning, November 16th. Time now on WTLP 208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks through the overnight early morning hours. Traffic first, as always, over to Rich Hunter this morning to the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, a uh, listener found the crash on the outer loop of the Beltway just before the exit goes south on Route 5 Branch Avenue. The crash, all the activities on the right shoulder, it's a vehicle on its roof, does not appear to be serious. But again, they may end up having to block a lane or two once the tow truck arrives to recover the vehicle that is on its roof. On the outer loop ramp to go to uh, 644, that's Old Keen Mill Road, exit 169A. That ramp partially blocked as a result of a crash involving a tractor trail, not jackknifed. But again, they are still cleaning that up for the moment and are waiting on the heavy duty to help move that uh, out of the roadway because it is uh, more or less blocking the ramp. In the district, still with the crash eastbound 695, just east of South Capitol Street. Again, traffic getting by, single file to left. But the good news is volume is light. So delays have been brief. No early issues on I-295 or DC-295 headed into town. Uh, no problems to report along New York Avenue between northeast and northwest. 66 eastbound, beginning about uh, two miles before the exit for U.S. 29 Centerville, and mile marker 50, extending to a point just before the Fairfax County Parkway at, near mile marker 54. Uh, so, again, just west of exit 55. Single file right gets you through that work zone. Uh, right now, no reported delay. Then eastbound approaching the Bellway. We are also down to a single right lane through construction. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try Fitzway used car next to a new car. Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We are tracking a chilly start to the day on our Wednesday. Watch out for some wet roads out there as well, but those roads becoming dry quickly. The rain will be done, so that's the good news. And we'll start to see more sunshine. Going to be rather breezy, high around 52 in the city, but a little cooler in the suburbs on Thursday, a high of 45, but wind chills in the 30s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. We're at 40 degrees in College Park, 38 in Fairfax, 40 at the National Mall, 39 in Holding. At our nation's capital, 2 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, November 16th. This check latest here brought to you on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfencetoday.com and schedule your free in-home estimate. Long Fence, WTOP at 211. Good morning. Glad you're with us. We're in the community. Maryland says one person. Bringing you the news that shapes our region. Listen to WTOP on air. On the WTOP app and on Alexa, Washington's top news, constantly updated 24-7, 365. Welcome into WTOP 211 on your Wednesday morning. Breaking news on campaign 2024 on WTOP this morning. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for president of the United States. That is former President Donald J. Trump speaking at his Mar-a-Lago estate this week in Palm Beach, Florida on Tuesday night. 
The former president also says this won't be my campaign, this will be our campaign. National Journal Editor-in-Chief Jeff DeFore was asked if this announcement means the former president is actually entering the race from a position of strength. No, although Trump is never anything less than strong within his own party, or I should say within his own party base. The question is how much he can expand it beyond that to appeal to any sort of independent voters, which independent voters were very turned off last Tuesday, especially by Trump's handpicked candidates. So the context is, number one, that, his political weakness. He's trying to get out ahead of that, change the conversation a little bit. And then secondly, he's trying to put more pressure even on the Department of Justice when it comes to possible indictments that might be coming. The attorney general is already in a sticky situation because he's mulling over whether to charge a former president with a crime, which has never been done. But if he's charging a former president with a crime who also happens to be actively running against his boss, that being President Biden, that really further complicates the politics. So this is partly an effort by Trump to to throw a little mud and, and give him a ready line to sort of explain it all away and engender some sympathy among voters. Let's hear something the former president said last hour at his Florida state soon before the official announcement. He says the GOP essentially is for everybody. If you look at what's happened with Hispanic, with African-American, with Asian, and just look at what's happening. This is a party that has become much bigger, much stronger much more powerful, can do much more good for our country. Again, Jeff, I ask you to fact-check that statement, especially in the context of the recently concluded midterms. I think he's broadly right in terms of of long-term trends. The voting rates for Republicans among African Americans, among Hispanic Americans, among Asian Americans, are all trending a little bit in the Republican direction. Granted, in some cases, they had nowhere to go but up because they had been so low for so long. Republicans are making gains with some of those groups, but it rings a little bit hollow for him to claim that sort of a mandate that the Republican Party has widespread support after what happened just a week ago when they got repudiated in in several of the marquee races around the country. Despite some of the headwinds you discussed and some of the powerful elements, as you say, nobody is more popular in the Trump base than Trump himself, of course. Are we seeing Donald Trump as the likely Republican nominee? Well, I think Tom Cotton, Senator Tom Cotton, who passed on a run a few days ago, uh, said it best. He he quoted the legendary wrestler Ric Flair, who said, to be the man, you got to beat the man, implying that he himself couldn't beat Trump and that perhaps no one could. And he's probably right. I'm firmly in the I'll believe it when I see it camp that anyone can come along and, and, and take this from him. We were watching Twitter, as we so often do, and on President Biden's personal Twitter account during the Trump speech, he wrote, or a handler likely wrote, Donald Trump failed America, and then attached a video that is critical of the Trump administration. Does that tell you Biden game on for 2024? I think so. The strange dynamic that's a work between the two of these men is that really they they both want a rematch with the other one, and I think they both recognize that the only opponent they can beat is the other one so when one gets in it makes the other one or when one inch is closer to uh to a run it makes the other one inch closer to a run and now that trump has committed fully much much earlier than anyone else has i think it makes it much more likely that biden makes it official himself that was national journal editor-in-chief jeff defore talking about president trump's announcement for 2024 the presidential run last night with our dimitri sodas 
You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Frankie. Tough going for the uh, Capitals as they fall at the Florida Panthers. 5-2, to two, down 2-zip two early. Could never recover. Got it to 2-1 on a Dylan Strom goal, but then it was three goals in the third period. Panthers knock off the Capitals 5-2. John Carlson, other goal for the Capitals, who went 0-5 on the power play. College basketball, good night for Maryland. Beating up on Binghamton, 76-52. Terps remain undefeated. Georgetown suffers its first loss of the season, 75-63 to Northwestern. Howard falls to James Madison 95-69. Commanders coach Ron Rivera non-committal on who his starting quarterback will be this week as the Commanders now 5-5 five and five after beating Philadelphia on Monday night will travel to visit the Texans on Sunday. Taylor Heineke has led the Commanders to three of four wins, but Carson Wentz could return from that hand injury this week. But Coach Ron will say he'll know in a couple days who his starter will be. Mike Tebow is going to retire from coaching the Washington Mystics. Continuing on as general manager's son, Eric Tebow takes over as the new head coach of the Mystics. College football playoff top four right now would be number one, Georgia, number two, Ohio State, number three, Michigan, and four is TCU. Again, caps fall at Florida 5-2. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie, as always. 217 on WTOP. Wednesday morning, the top stories we're following for you this morning. Former President Donald J. Trump making it official last night, announcing his third presidential campaign, speaking in front of a crowd in Palm Beach, Florida. A senior U.S. intelligence official in the the Polish foreign ministry now says Russian missiles meant for Ukrainian targets crossed into NATO member Poland, killing at least two people. The man accused of killing three men locally and hurting two others at UVA, University of Virginia, Sunday night, Set to be arraigned later today, this Wednesday, Christopher Darnell Jones was arrested more than 70 miles from where the shooting happened. Stay with us here at WTOP for more on these developing stories. Where the time now is 2.17. Convicted film producer Harvey Weinstein has had several sexual assault charges filed against him dismissed. Initially, Harvey Weinstein faced 11 counts here in L.A. involving five accusers. Now that's been reduced to seven counts involving four accusers. Prosecutors are not giving any explanation after charges involving one of the accusers were dismissed. The remaining counts include two counts of rape. Weinstein's already been found guilty in New York of similar charges and sentenced to 23 years in prison. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week, November 16th. For the time now on WTOP is 2.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Rich Hunter's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. I will right, start off with the good news on the eastbound lanes of 695 in the district just after South Capitol Street. The crash completely wrapped up and cleared. All lanes have been reopened. There is no leftover delayed. Westbound side of 695 looks good. Headed toward the 3rd Street Tunnel and even beyond, picking up southbound 395, headed into Virginia, nothing in your way. Now on the Beltway in Maryland, on the outer loop, just before the exit to go south on Route 5 Branch Avenue, crash on the right shoulder was an overturned vehicle, but again, for now, all lanes are open. Once the tow truck shows up, they may have to block a lane or two, but we will keep you posted. Uh, in Virginia, outer loop, the exit that takes you toward uh, eastbound 644 towards Franconia uh that's exit 169A. That ramp currently blocked by a disabled tractor trailer. Uh, so, again, not jackknifed or anything, but he is unable to move. And for the moment, that ramp is closed. The ramp from the inner loop to get to 644 East, that is open. Now, over in Maryland, still have the closure of Clopper Road between Matini Road and Waring Station Road. 
That as a result of yesterday afternoon's water main break, there was also some structural damage done to the road surface. Apparently a 24-inch water main, so that may be closed for some time to come. Traffic brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. The members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the morning conditions here and still some wet roads in some areas, so watch out. Could be a little slick to start off the day, but we'll see those roads drying quickly once the sun makes its way up. Highs in the upper 40s to low 50s. Rather breezy, though, so that'll give us a little bit of a chill. On Thursday, a lot of chill. High of 45. Wind chills in the uh, teen, or rather in the 30s all day, mid-30s all day. Friday, high of 46. A little bit in the way of wind chill there as well. Saturday, high of 45. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 37 in Rockville as well in Ashburn this morning. 40 district heights, a degree cooler, 39 and holding in our nation's capital. This check this morning brought to you by New Lacombe Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLacombeDesign.com. Check them out. It's 220. Good morning. Regency Furniture's spectacular Black Friday sale continues with savings of 60% off beautiful Regency Furniture plus special doorbusters at the lowest prices or 60 months no interest financing. While they last, doorbuster sofas, your choice, 398. Sectionals, your choice, 498. Queen beds, your choice, 198. Dining sets, your choice, 598. Hundreds of items in stock with fast delivery. Regency's Black Friday sale is the biggest savings event of the year. Don't wait. Buy it now and save 60% off at Regency Furniture. In Maryland and Virginia. You're with Dean Lane on WTF. Today's warfighter advantage depends on modern zero trust identity. Okta for U.S. military connects approved users to the information they need when they need it. Convenient to the many digital interactions and credentialing across DOD's workforce and public community with an IL-4 conditional provisional authorization. Integration with AWS GovCloud and A.mil domain. Okta is an investment in military readiness. Learn more at okta.com slash DOD. This is WTOP News. Now concerning new developments this week related to Russia's war in Ukraine, Poland says a Russian-made missile killed two people in the eastern part of its country near the Ukraine border. And Poland's president says it does not know yet who fired that missile. But Poland, we remind, is a member of NATO. The President Joe Biden, who's attending the G20 summit in Bali, convened an emergency meeting this week of world leaders to discuss this emerging situation. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green breaks down the President's brief remarks to the press pool in Indonesia. Shortly, a little while ago, President Biden made a statement, and in that statement, he suggested that it's not clear if this missile came from the direction of Russia. I'm not sure if that was a mistake or if there is something that the rest of the world doesn't know about. Poland seems to suggest that it was a Russian-made missile, but that doesn't mean that Russia fired it. All of the experts that you know I've spoken to and watched, as we've seen this unfold today, indicate that the general thinking was that this came from Russia, from Russian forces. But it's important to note that Russia has positions all around Ukraine, essentially from Belarus and from Russia itself, from the Black Sea, from the Caspian Sea, where missiles are being fired. So it's going to take a while before they figure this out. But it was kind of interesting to hear the president say that based on some information they have now, it's not clear or something to that effect that this missile came from Russia. And, of course, it's very crucial to find out if this was something accidental or if it was an intended strike. 
regardless of what, whether it's accidental or intended, if Russia did it, it's still something that caused loss of life in Poland. And Poland is a NATO country, and Russia is involved in what the U.S. and Poland and most other countries around the world have called an unjust and an illegal war against Ukraine. And this happened during the firing of dozens of missiles from the Russian military. That is confirmed. And it happened not too far away from where some of the missiles landed. So this is a situation here where you're talking about a NATO country. And Article 5 of the NATO charter says, you know, if one of us is attacked, all of us are attacked. And we come to that one's aid. So this is a very critical situation to figure out as soon as possible. And, of course, we have to be watching uh, for when this meeting, this emergency meeting ends. If more remarks will be made, we'll go from there. Yeah, we will. But we do, as you say, have to wait and see what happens after this meeting. I think it's very interesting that the president has called for this G7 meeting in the context of the G20 meeting, which tells you that there is very urgent business that needs to be dealt with by the smaller group while this bigger group is meeting. And that's very, very interesting. For the very latest on the war between Ukraine and Russia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking Tuesday with our Michelle Bash. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, November 16th, 2.25 in the morning. We check your money. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Apple is preparing for a major pivot away from its reliance on chips made in Asia. Bloomberg News reports Apple CEO Tim Cook told a meeting in Germany that the company is preparing to source chips for its devices from a plant now under construction in Arizona. The factory is expected to be up and running in 2024. It is the largest acquisition ever for Estee Lauder. The cosmetics giant has agreed to pay $2.8 billion for the luxury brand Tom Ford. The deal cements a partnership between the companies that dates back to 2005. Tom Ford is best known for its menswear, but it also sells women's wear and accessories. Better than expected third quarter earnings sent Walmart shares up 6.5% yesterday. Target will try to match that feat as it reports quarterly results later this morning. Bloomberg Intelligence sees improved profitability with inventory issues easing. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part?